the Two Dudes That Game podcast. I'm Ender. The guy over there named James. And um, this is going to be... I don't know how to put the way this podcast is going to go because I'm not really <laughs> sure how it's going to go because... We don't know. No, it's it's not that. Like I, I, we, we, ha- we, we know what we want to talk about, but I think the overall f- flow and feel of all of this might... I hate to say it and use the word trigger people at this point in time because the world is going crazy right now in the game of gaming, game of gaming, in the world of gaming. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I want to put it out there that there is no right or wrong answer to any of this. There's just people's opinions. And we're going to have our opinion and what we think is correct. And and James and I opinion sometimes varies pretty broadly on what is right or what is wrong or how the world should be. And we see different ways, but we're able to come together and have a conversation about it without, <clears throat> I guess, freaking out, freaking out and, and just hating the other hating the other person for having a difference of opinion. And I lay that out here because it's going to be our last segment that we're going to talk about this. and. <clears throat> I honestly, the reason why I'm leaving it to last is I don't know if we'll keep it in. It may be there. It may not be there. So you may know what we're talking about right now. You may not know what we're talking about right now. It just depends on where it goes and yeah. how safe we feel at the end of the day of, of posting our opinions and where things may go. Because right now, anybody that is in the position that we are, are trying to build a career around their opinions. Let's put it this way. You come here to listen to our opinion. Some people come here to listen to opinion because they don't like it. That's awesome. Some people come to listen to the opinion because they do like it. and They want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, it's also nice um, to have a small podcast because if you don't, you want to have the debate with us, we're more likely to respond to you versus someone that's got, you know, 50,000 views right now. Yeah. You, they may never see your comment. But the point that I'm trying to make is it's it's very hard to do this and stay true to yourself and your own beliefs without bending to the will of whatever is the mainstream at the time yeah and 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 that mainstream pendulum swings let's call it what it is one day it's going to be one way the other day it's going to be the other way we're here to just bring you the facts around our opinion of the game or our opinion of a show or our opinion of whatever it may be and this is the second time that we have to kind of get into something like this and we'll see where it goes. And again, being a small podcast, don't have to worry as much. But we have day jobs. And people go after those things. They attack people in their real world yeah, for having exactly. an opinion on something that is their own hobby. There's their own thing. Like Twitter is the most toxic place in the world. And I, and I refuse to, as an old man now, even go learn how to use it. Because <laughs> I don't hear anything good about it. Like I, I, I have it on my phone. And like things pop up all the time on it. I'm like, I don't even know how that happened. Like, how you did I subscribe to this You person? basically have it just to post our podcast stuff. I have it 100%. So when you send me a link, I can open the link. Because sometimes it has to go to Twitter <laughs> to open. Like, that's the only reason it is on my phone at all. You sound like you sound like such an old guy. But I it's all this tr- technology stuff, dude. I'm telling you, but like you're I very was there tech when savvy, so it's funny. I, but but that's the thing. Like I was there when Napster was around. I was there when yeah. LimeWire was out. I was there when when MySpace first came out and Facebook first came out. Like 
I had a college email account to get to Facebook. We were one of the fourth ones that came on to Facebook. Yeah, yeah, college. Same. I was so, one of the, yeah, one of the originals. So like, like I've been there for the beginning of all of it. And you know what? Like we saw the trend going the wrong way almost instantly. Yeah. And and I got off the bandwagon of that point and haven't been around. And, and I still, and it was funny because we were, I was sitting around with my, my wife, my mother-in-law and, and, and my father. And, um, I was like, what happened? What happened to the, the, uh, opinions page in the newspaper? And yes, the newspaper people, like I had a newspaper. I'm like, remember when that used to exist where you'd have one column on what one person feels the exact same for the opposite feeling on the same side. They were there on the page for you as the reader to read both and make your own opinion on it. Like that just doesn't exist anymore. And anyone that goes out there and, and types something into Google is just going to confirm their own bias. It is just bias confirmation out there like crazy. Because Google is paid for you to click on articles. They're not going to give you articles you don't agree with. It's just bias confirming. People don't go out there to look for articles that they're going to disagree with because they're not going to stay there as long. Yeah, exactly. So just because you went and, and, and I'm telling you this is 100% the truth from someone that works in the technology world. I am not one that thinks there's millions of black hats behind there and all the Elon Musk thing of the, the, you know, Twitter was doing some weird stuff. Okay. They had some people that were controlling things. Okay. But the way a basic algorithm works is if my job is for you to click on an article and stay there longer, if I am in the Midwest and I type in the same search as I do in DC, I'm going to get different results. That is filtering based off of the bias of the area that they think you're going to click on it. That is 100% true. What you Google in California is not what you're going to get if you Google the same thing in Texas. I guarantee you that is true. This is not a conspiracy theory. That is how that works. Yeah. If you took a blank computer that had nothing on it and no one there and you typed them in, it's going to be different based off of just the location right there. Google's going to use that in their algorithm to give you what you want. This is a gaming podcast. So what I'm telling you is if you type in best games out there, you're going to get a bunch of best games. The games you click on, go to your Facebook page and see how many ads you have about that already. Yep. It knows. It's a machine. It's working. So don't take what the machine spits at you as the truth. Go read the other side of the articles. Go talk to someone that has a differing opinion. Listen to a podcast that if, if, if you're a left-leaning person, listen to a right-leaning podcast every once in a while. If you're a right-leaning person, listen to a left-leaning podcast every once in a while on the ideas and come up with your own damn opinion and not the one that just confirms any bias that you have. But if you're here listening to us today, you want our opinion, so we're going to go ahead and give that to you <laughs> as much as we can. And my soapbox is over because I. You're tired I'm of standing tired. on it. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of standing on it. And I'm, I'm tired of always turning on the news to hear about the next group of people that's being canceled by a group of people that don't even know them. They're just decide. We're just going to go attack side, now. Whichever side you're on, it's never all this one side the whole woke thing all that that even makes me laugh because whichever side is your belief 
you think your side doesn't have an extreme side, but both sides have all... I don't care if there's eight sides. They all oh. have an extreme group of people that believe in that thing that's so extreme Dude. that makes the people that kind of agree with that look ridiculous. Look, I'm generally a right-leaning person. I cannot stand our extremists on the right. I cannot. They're ignorant, stupid people. They're, they're just too extreme. They're just, just absolutely too extreme. I have no problem saying that. I, when, when I go and vote, most of the time I'm going to vote right-leaning because that's how I think some of the government things should run. When I vote for environmental and social aspects, I vote 99.9% .9 of the time left-leaning. That can happen, people. <laughs> it's not just one way. You can change your mind. But then you've you got the extreme, you've got extremists on the other side that think, "Oh, you that's how oh. you normally are." That mean, like they immediately categorize you as being an extremist just because oh, they're on the other I side. Know. Like, it's just It's a, just insane. But I think I think our political views are extremely different, but we seem to get along just fine and respect each other's I, opinions. Yeah, I think they are 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 highly different. We've we've had these debates before, but the beauty of it is in my mind, and I still always go back to this, we all have one thing in common, and we want to progress our family lives, progress our children's lives, and be happy and enjoy the world that we live in. The thing is, is we just all differ on how to get there. Yeah. But we're all going to the same place. So guys, you gotta get on the you gotta get on the train and ride. Regardless of if you don't agree with them, it's still going to the same place find the compromise and move forward that that's the goal there's going to be a compromise there's going to be a middle it's not my opinion or your opinion it's the middle i also hate the whole the whole world where like now politicians don't actually stay in dc like a lot of people don't know that i, gr I grew up in dc i'm very familiar with how all of this stuff works it used to be you could walk into dc and politicians were everywhere like you'd see them they don't live there. Dude, they, they are in their states. They fly in for a vote and they fly back out. Yeah. The, the reason that's a problem is because they don't have to actually interact with the people across the floor from them and treat them like humans. You used to be able to go out and in D.C. and see Republican and Democratic senators, House representatives eating a lunch together. But talking. now if they get caught eating a lunch together. Now if they get caught, oh my God, their conspiracy theories are, no, it was because, dude, we're, we're off. We're off. We're, we're just going to treat each other like humans. And when we treated each other like humans, we were able to compromise yeah. because I know Sally's kids. I know Jim's kids. I know Mary's fighting cancer and it's really hard for them. I humanize these things and they're humans now. It's not just this, how many things am I going to get a click on and how am I going to make my billions of dollars off of being a a civil servant where I'm supposed to only make $125,000 a year. Not sure where that salary is going, but <laughs> hey, that's a whole nother story. But speaking of stories and things we want to get into, Call of Duty's got some news. This oh, is we're talking segment. about video games? Yeah. I didn't I'm, know. This about is the two, game, the two dudes that... <laughs> that do you want to do two dudes that politic? <laughs> I, I, dude, I could go. I could go, but I'm going to bring it back to games because there's a lot of politics in games. That's the problem. It's oh, ruining our problem. it's ruining our hobby now. It it, it really is. But I, I, we're not gonna go through everything that just came out because there's a, a new blog post. Um, I'm kind of surprised it came out. Uh, what yesterday, February eighth yeah. from Call of Duty. 
correct me if I'm wrong, and, and I think I'm wrong. I, I honestly don't know, so I'm asking the question here. Does this uh, like launching announcement post normally come before the dev notes? I feel like we normally get the dev notes by now. It feels like since it's launching on February fifteenth, it's we don't have a dev. It, it almost sounds like it almost sounds like they're testing the waters. I, I you know I kind of feel that way too. They're like, here's the content we want to put out. What do you guys think? Because we really don't want to have to backtrack as much as we did before. Yeah. Um. So some of the same things, uh, you know, resurgence modes coming back with a new map. We knew that we've seen those things, uh, come out. Um, there's new, uh, a new contract, um, which I think is hijack. You hijack a stolen vehicle from shadow company forces. Well, can we, uh, can we, as you bring something up, can we talk about them a little bit instead of rushing through and then coming back? What do you want I want to talk about Ashika, take, take, Ashika take Island. Control, yeah, listen, take of control. course, someone's got to take control. You're, you're going to talk the whole way through. You're going to let me ramble. Okay, Ashika I, Island. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. I started to talk to you about this, and you said save it for the podcast. Uh, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of, of hate on, oh, the map's, the map's too big. Uh, it's crazy. So J-God did this map comparison, and of course, you got to take it with a little grain of salt because they've got to do their best estimates and they did a lot of numbers and they did a lot of research, but he does a lot of stuff with numbers. So I think he's to the best of his ability. I think he's pretty reputable. So come to find out <clears throat> fortunes keep, which dropped uh, at the end of the Warzone one life cycle, people really loved. It was the new map for the rebirth. So they had um, the, the Island one and then they had fortunes keep turns out Ender that, Ashika is about 40% larger than the Alcatraz map, but it's still smaller than Fortune's Keep. The other thing that I thought was interesting, because in my memory, Blackout, which you didn't play, I always thought to myself, man, I feel like I could run from one end of the map to the other. No problem. It was super easy. I never had any issues. Turns out that's by far the largest map that they've ever made for a battle royale. And then the second largest map is Almazra. The third largest map was Caldera. And the S Verdance turned out to be the smallest of the large maps. Well, isn't there... I mean, again, I don't know all the math. I didn't look into it because, honestly, I don't care. Until you drop into the game and play it, you have no idea whether or not the map feels too big, too small, or any of that. It's just a guessing game at that point. And I hate the guessing game. This is where the politics and everything comes into where I'm... I'm I'm making myself hate something before it even comes out because I'm making assumptions of how it's going to play. Yeah, and that's how Jay God was trying to get out. He just wanted to prove to people that it's, yes, it's bigger than the the original Rebirth map, but it's not bigger than the one that you guys all raved about how amazing it was. It's smaller than that one, but now you're saying this is going to be too big for a Rebirth game mode? So he was like, he was basically just calling a lot of people out on that. I thought it, thought it was pretty funny. And the other thing that you pointed out when it comes to Ashika Island there's a little hidden thing in the wording of something that you you found. It might not just be a rebirth map. Yeah. So, and, and I, I don't know why they would uh, write it this way. So when they're talking about the new feature, which is like restore honor. So basically, I guess you're going to drop a tag. You can pick the tag up. I, I don't really know how it's going to work. There's enough people out there doing reviews on every single new feature. Go watch one of those if you really want to uh, know the, the exact details of it. But um. The way it's worded, it says every operator on Ashika Island will drop a dog tag upon death once per match. And then in quotes, it says resurgence or battle royale. 
So does that normally it's saying the battle royale resurgence mode. This one is saying resurgence or battle royale. Meaning there's so we're going to be playing battle, battle royale, royale version, regular battle royale on this. Like, could they give us a second map? Could there be one in rotation? Could we get one or the other and play smaller? James, were you right about something for once? Oh, I would love it. I just don't understand why they don't do this. Like, yes, it's less people on resurgence, but I would love to load in and until we get into the loading screen. We don't know which map we're going to play. And yes, I'm not always going to like one of the map. Maybe I don't really care for the small map, but it won't make me hate the big map if I don't, if I'm not playing it 25 times in a night. I don't think, I, you know, I just like, I like the diversity. It changes the way you play because you're dropping into different places. Maybe it's a smaller map, so it's closer gunfights. It's just maybe the, maybe the game mode that battle royale because it's smaller plays faster. And then we go into the bigger map and we play a little bit slower. Um, my, so my thing is though I think it, I think it would be problem, better number one problem in Call of Duty the, the community and, and I am they're so toxic and I'm heated today so I'm, I'm just gonna lay it out there here we go the problem with the fucking community right now is they want they want content they want content we want content we want content but when you try to change something and give them fucking content they well, go insane we don't want that we, don't want, we didn't want that well, what do you want? We don't know what we want, but it's not that. I mean, that's what's funny. Everyone, I, They don't want the map before they've even played it. I do want... Here's what's... The number what, one requested, what is going on? The number one requested feature is a ranked mode. At this point, if I was called in, would be like, <laughs> fuck their ranked mode. They're, we're going to put it out there, and they're going to hate it. Exactly. Like, 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 but, but my whole thing is like, it's just giving you more content. It's giving you something else to play. It's giving you something else to do. It's giving you another map that's out there in rotation to play. And it's like, it's like, well, I hate that map. I never want to play it again. It's like, okay, then just back out of the game. Like, like just, just back out of the game. Yeah. It's not like you don't already do that when things don't go your way anyway on the big map. Yep. So they're like, like, call it what it is. And, and if, if Call of Duty's out there and they're like, well, we don't want people just backing out all the time. I'm like, well, you've already broken that. Like, you allow people to back out of the game. Like, it's done. Just kill yourself. Just just literally fall, hit the ground, fall, hit the ground. You're back out, go in again. I'm, I'm so tired of all of it. You're getting more content. You're able to play more things. It's more diverse. Why not take it? Why not take that chance? You took the chance on the stupid 2v2 gulag. Yeah. You're not going to take a chance on having two maps. You change the thing that you didn't need to change. <laughs> so what's coming next? What else is there? <sighs> I got a couple of new events. Some of these sound actually kind of cool. Um, like there's a data heist event that you can do exclusive to a Sheikah Island. Um, they're really playing the Asian heritage of a Sheikah Island. So you're going to get, uh, the uh, one uh, operator back, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but um, he was pretty badass. I love that because he's a real dude. Like he, he's, you go look him up on YouTube. Like that's yeah. a badass dude that's out there. Um, there's a new, so here, this is interesting. Everyone's been talking about how we need to revamp the AI in, or get rid of it, revamp it, however you want to say it. Like, it's it's aimbot right now. It's too powerful. It follows you too far, whatever. There's tuning to be done. The one thing we didn't ask for, again, like the community's not asking for, is a new combatant. <laughs> Here comes a new guy called the Rusher. 
And it's like, it's, it's new. It's a resurgence thing. So not only are you going to be on a smaller map with a lot more people with them continuing to fly in, you're going to have this AI guy that God knows if he's going to be tuned properly. I hope, I hope that he, I, listen, I, I hope he's so the, overpowered. He's just wiping the I floor hope, and he's the only I one that wins. That it's, I hope that it's the, the military version of Krampus. Oh, it, ha it better we, be. Because the, the resurgence be. people have been, these AI suck. Once we get our resurgence map, we won't have to deal with it. Once we get our rebirth map, oh, we won't they, have to deal put, with this they AI They put anymore. AI right on the map. Right yeah, on the map. They put AI right on the map. They're sticking to their guns with this. And extreme then they're adding this close, other character. Extreme oh, close quarters combat. I can't wait the to watch these, these idiots lose their mind on stream. I mean, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. He's holding a sword and a pistol, so he's gonna just run up behind you and knife you in the back. Oh, but just done. if he taps you, I hope it's it. one shot. No, dude, just completely think about this. They just said they had an audio occlusion. You're never gonna be able to hear this rusher come up on you. Oh my goodness! They're gonna fuck it up, and he's gonna have some weird audio occlusion on his gun, so no one can hear any rushers. And they're just gonna be running up behind you, dun, dun, stabbing you in the back. I hope it's and one there's stab. There's nothing you can do. I hope it's one stab and you're dead. And I hope you're able to put about uh, fifty rounds. And I hope rounds. they program it into teabag you, like right after you're done. I hope like, you're able to put there. fifty rounds of your RPK into this. Yeah. Well, they say it doesn't have a lot of armor, and they just fuck it up, and it's just a juggernaut with a blade. Like that. That's what it needs to be. Um, there's also another one in here, like called like a new contract called Search and Seizure, and it kind of sounds like you're a repo man. <laughs> Like you're gonna go reclaim a stolen vehicle, either an SUV or a patrol boat, and you gotta take it back, so you get to be a repo man. Um, so overall, I think what we kind of we want to say about this is, am, am I wrong here on feeling like they're just jamming a crap ton of content back down your throat and hoping that no one notices that they didn't fix stuff? Like I felt like this was supposed to be a fix it patch not here's all my new stuff that we didn't even talk to you about already yeah but i'm missing something here i mean i thought there would be more to it i don't really understand yeah uh, i mean we're getting a couple of new maps in in multiplayer um really not new maps they're bringing maps that were already out in that we had seen before so they're launching those um there's some more big team maps we're gonna get a ranked mode nothing super crazy um out of all of this other than i just i guess i'm just underwhelmed with the content here more on the end of i was hoping we were focusing more on fixing what was currently there to get it to a state that we wanted rather than Here's some new things. Here's a new contract. Here's a new stuff. Like, I'm not sure what we're gonna get. So I'm, I'm interested. This this confuses me. But they're me a still gonna leave. They're still gonna have patch notes, right? So we don't know any of the weapon tuning or none yeah, of that. Like, they I mean, we don't know any of that. This was just like new stuff coming. Like, there's gonna be a couple of new. Uh, it was the just rank more blade, info, like the last info drop, right? Yeah. So it's just well, this is that that info drop where they give you the the infographic the snapshot like it's of finalized the snapshot this is this is what's coming um you know new exclusive zones new missions in dmz um new, new weapons faction case in DMZ a new too. faction coming in uh you're gonna have a personal watercraft vehicle now so you get a little wave runner i guess they can't call it a wave runner so 
Um, you're going to have that in the game because we all wanted to be able to you know, ride a jet ski and Call of Duty. That's just... Sure, why what's not? What's the point of having water if you can't drive a jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the upgraded jet ski with a mounted weapon. We're going to get a new operator, new skins, which no one's buying right now. I can't imagine people are buying skins right now. That's a total flop. Like I bought a lot when I was playing before, but they have all sucked. They're bad. No you know what's so. funny is, is, speaking of skins... If you are a fan of Tim the Tatman, he just recently had a revelation where he realized how much cooler COD Mobile was and all the cool skins and gun skins and the fun things and the animations. He was like, what is happening? Like, it, it's crazy that the mobile game has better implementation of skins and gun skins than the main game. Feels like the mobile guys have their freedom to do what they want. Not... It's also run by Tencent, so who knows? Who cares? Yeah. This is better. It's better. Um, uh, so I don't really want to stick on this topic anymore. Like we, we, when we get to developer notes, that's when I'm going to be really the like, patch notes. We'll go through yeah, the patch notes and we'll go through them one by one on what they're really changing and the tuning and things like that. Again, I think this is just a, a media hype, you know, marketing media hype. Yeah, six days until there. it launches. So they got to. So for six days, yeah. I'll be playing um, the game. We're not supposed to talk about. Well, we're and, playing the division uh, too in the division like we'll just go ahead and keep doing that moving forward on things that we are allowed to talk about um optic just cannot decide what they want to do oh with, my god it's ridiculous man. i don't understand i kind of understand i think so like so, these guys had a couple of days to play together give them give them a a moment well let's just say so let's let's clarify what we're talking about here optic drops illy Picks up a new player. Now that's the whole thing here. It's like the whole point between that, like they wanted to get rid of Optic. They want to <laughs> want to get rid of Optic. They want to get rid of Illy and Dashy in the beginning of the year. They can't because I uh, personally I just don't think they're able to find anybody to fill the shoes. Yeah. So then they finally decide to get rid of Dashy. Scump turns around and retires, ruins that for them. So they have to bring Dashy back, who's playing like a madman beast right yeah, now. Yeah, it's funny because if you look at the Call of Duty leagues promo of the major three which is in texas dashy is the headliner yeah it's funny because you think just a month ago he was on the outs and they were done but with sometimes him and... that's what people need you know it's a, it lit a fire under his ass and that's kind of what he needs that was what they were hoping for they shuffled it around and he had to go sit on the bench for a couple games like yeah he didn't like that you know sometimes you gotta bench a player to make him be like okay okay this is worth something to me now let me come back so um so they do that and then around that time, Illy was going off too. Like, you know, Illy, Hook, Dashy, we're playing well. We're doing fine. Major three comes around and we're playing on land and, and it did not look good. Yeah, at the, at the Boston, what's that, major good. major two at Boston. Illy, you, again, you've got me addicted to watching this crap. So there I am on the weekend spending my time. Even my wife looks at me like, oh, there's no sports today. I was like, well, there's not, but I want to watch this Texas team. She just kind of rolled her eyes, but it's like <laughs> I'm invested in watching and I'm watching and they do look good. But then all scump was I'm obviously watching the scump watch party, which is a lot of fun to watch you. I learn a lot more watching that way. And they just are bragging was about six on this one. Um, I don't. I saw he was on. He was on one of the days. Yeah. Yeah. I think the second day he was on when they got eliminated. So what's crazy is that all Scum was bragging about was how great they were at S&D. So here we are, we go into this match, 
boom, they lose S and D. I'm like, are you like, that's supposed to be how they, that's how they win by winning search and destroy. And they can't even, they're not able to put that together. And it, Illy was the weak link badly, especially in the S and D matches. So it's just a surprise. I mean, cause you know, him being your sniper and he has been sniping really, really well. Um, carrying them through a lot of games earlier in S and D. Um, I think it's a consistency issue with Ilya at this point. I mean, I know he was hurt last year. He had the thumb issue. He comes back yeah, and has he this, but game I think, thumb. Gamer but thumb. I think the, uh, he had a, like a torn tendon. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Like he had a bunch of issues yeah. that was going on there. Anyway, calm down, I don't Ryan care. Lee. Everyone, dude. He's the Ryan Lee for the video game world. world. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking it's about. The it's the turf, it's the, the turf toe of video game world. Um, my man, I, yeah, it's so again. I don't really know how this is going, but anyway, they drop Illy to pick up a challengers player. Like they bring in this guy named Ghost Ghosty 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 Ghosty. I just an I unknown. The name. He's apparently he's doing really good in the challenger series, well, but again, so he's doing he was doing well enough in the challenger series that I knew the Florida Mutineers were actually looking at him. So he was looking to go to the Mutineers roster, but I mean, if you had a choice between going to Optic or Mutineers, I think you're going to go to Optic. Like I just think as as you're looking at it, it's like you know, do I want to be a New York Yankee? Or do I want to be? Yeah, just else? the exposure you're going to get in optic if you're able to put yeah. together some good matches is you have a chance to be legend. You can be good. What I've noticed is even some of the best players on these other teams definitely do not get the exposure that you get on an optic team that's not even winning. Imagine if no. they start winning. No, yeah, you, you, if they start winning, I mean, it, it's kind of what drives the league at that point is the branding behind Optic, and Optic is is a is a major brand out there. I mean, it's it's like complexity. It's like some of the other big ones um, that you and have. Other, yeah. But um, so uh, uh, Ghosty uh, most recently won the Call of Duty Challengers Open in major at major two, so he's a winner. He knows how to win. Um, they play second in the elite stage one playoffs and cons- consistently have been placing towards the top of the challengers competition. So overall, the guy knows how to win. They're shaking it up. You're bringing in somebody new. And the other thing, when you bring someone new in up from the challenger series is nobody knows how they're going to play. Like now you have this unknown that, um, people are going to learn your breaks. They know your style. They understand these guys have played together long enough to get that. Now you have this new player on there that could just go in there and you really just F stuff up for other teams game plans against optic. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens. You know, it kind of sucks that we don't have uh scrimmage streaming anymore. Um, they're just like giving up too many secrets and stuff like that during the streams. Uh, teams were recording them, uh, you know, like Patriots recording pa- practices. I mean, in all like fairness, they were just doing their home. They were scouting, right? That, that yeah. was their chance to no, scout. I, I don't blame I, them. It's, it's, I don't blame them either. But, th- you know, it was cool to watch and listen and, and hear them talk about stuff. But I get why they don't do it anymore. Um, that used to be kind of how these guys would make their supplemental money was streaming scrims. You know, a lot of people would watch that. But, you know, you got to you got to you got to play for the championship. Exactly. You can't give yeah. All your secrets. So we'll find out. Um, I don't think we have anything this weekend. Uh, so next weekend, I think we start the qualifier series, and um, we'll see what we'll see what it looks like uh, for Major Three out of Texas. And this is going to be their home series. So if there's one major they want to win, they want to win. You know, obviously you want to win champs, but you also want to win your home series here in Texas. 
So we'll see um, if the boys can pull it off. Yeah, hopefully. Moving to our next topic, and it really, this is a sad thing. And this is where overhype meets too much streamer push, in my opinion, meets a decent game that did not think about how they were going to bring in player mechanics and make it simple enough for the average player to play, which is funny because it's a cartoon game around dodgeball. I play this game. Um, James, did you ever play knockout city? No, I watched a few people play that. I well, was... guess what? You're never going to play knockout city. Why? It's gone. It's done. What do you mean it's gone. It's out. Knockout city is closed. Dodgeball started. game. Yep. I thought this had all kinds of viewers. No, no, not since the People first week. People were playing week. it like crazy. Not since the first week. They just did a big content drop with like the Ninja Turtles or some shit. It's over. Done. Knockout City's closure is part of a painful truth of the gaming industry, Studio says. They are no longer supporting the game. They are pulling it off because they don't have enough people playing. Biggest reasons they think, um, you know, one major... Major thing is uh, they they pushed it. There was a ton of hype. Mercs was playing it. All those guys were playing dodgeball. They had a ton of people viewing. Everybody loved it. And then no one stayed. When the streamers and left, the regular the people didn't keep left, playing. The regular people left. And what happened was is the guys that were playing that were really well uh, dominated the game so much that no one getting into the game could have a good time. So Because the player base wasn't big enough to not keep running against the same people. The player base wasn't big enough, and the player base also wasn't big enough to do skill-based matchmaking, which is the only time skill-based matchmaking has ever made sense for a game because of the skill gap that's actually in this game to learn how to play it and the timing and all the things that it took and the different ways to play. Um, so if you're just starting out... I always feel bad in these situations for people that paid for content skins or whatnot like you're you're you it's gone you know that i mean like anytime you purchase something it's you know especially with digital content it can go away like i mean think about think about all the movies that you purchase like if 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 you decide to buy a movie digitally and apple decides to pull it off and you don't download it it's gone you're never going to get that content back yeah um so if you do buy actually buy things and you don't just stream it all, um, download them because yeah, exactly. Keep Take, a copy because when they pull it off, you're not going to get it back. I like I said, I, I feel sad for the developers. It's uh, you know, hopefully games can learn from this, but I don't even know what lesson it is to be learned. You can't. What would they do different? I mean, they can't make people play the game. No, I mean, and so it's it's kind of thing. Despite a over 12 million players at launch. Knockout City joins countless other games that struggled to find a happy medium. It was the biggest game in the world, but neither were its lobbies. Um, neither were the lobbies empty. Uh, I've played uh, other games where at the end of their days, you find yourself queuing up with the same six or ten people because you literally the last players that played in the community. Um, so there's a game, I guess, on Rush that had that same thing. And that's kind of where it's at. It's I, I, I kind of said this about Halo, too. When I went back to play Halo, I played three games in a row against the same lobby. Yeah. Like, like that's just the way it is. And and, and honestly, I think it was, you know, there because the skill base, you're, you're all kind of the, the, in the, the skill base together. that you have to play and you're in that group. 
Uh, but here you're playing the same people because there's no one else on the server. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of expect no, no one's going to be the overnight success that Fortnite was. No one's going to have that like staying power that they have. You have to continue to move content to continue to bring people out. Um, I mean, you had Splitgate and Fall Guys that launched very similar to the way the Knockout City did. But even when the stream, the majority of the streamers left, the the big names left to go back to their Call of Duties and Apexes and stuff, those games were able to f- have enough content and keep a core group of players. So it's kind of like, what did Knockout City not do that those games did? Yeah, I, and, and really I think of what happened is they kind of mentioned it here. Um, I believe this is from their CEO, Bala, last name Bala. Um, it did come down to metrics. Being able to have the retention of players, we had a strong core community, but a lot of players who really enjoyed the game kind of just came through. They may go away for a while. They may come back, but overall retention rate, it was very low, which is critical to the heartbeat of any kind of live service game. Has to be a certain level of mouth to mouth, but otherwise makes sense. Um, Otherwise, you know, we're not able to create a sustainable business to keep it going. And that's the cold, hard reality that we face today, which makes it a really hard reality and really emotional. So all they're saying is we had players. They were just too casual. Yeah. We, you know, it's, we're always talking about, we're going to cater to the casual cater to the casual. They almost catered too far to the casual and the hardcore gamers left and the casual here. So, really just kind of bringing this up because I was, I was very surprised because of how new the game was, but it's not even a year old, right? Didn't it come out in the not, summer? It was last a year? year in May. It was a year. It would have been a year in May. Um, no a year this May. So 2022 May to here. It made it a year. Well, it's February. Well, they're not shutting it down until oh, they're going to shut it down time. after the yeah, year. So it's like, it's not, they're saying we are done. We're letting you know it's done. We're going to shut it down. What if there's a resurgence in players? Can that Um, happen? Is that ever? What do you think? I have no idea. Maybe. I I highly doubt it, though. I don't think think you'll see that. um, It's also a free-to-play game, so their their season pass model might not have been good. Closing a free-to-play game, like, oh, ouch. Ouch. I mean, you think you can port that over to mobile or something? It might be a decent game or just like shut it down for a little bit and try to fix it. Come back again. Be like, hey, we, we changed the thing. We listened to the community. But really, um, you're also looking at a struggling economy. Like it's easier to shut this whole thing down and move your guys onto something else than try to keep this running and, and, and dying game. And I kind of almost respect their decision to say, you know what? We went out there. We tried. And it failed. And we're just going to we're just going to cut the head off the snake right now. Yeah. We're just going to be done with it. We're going to move on to our next thing. Uh, don't know what it is. Um, they're basically saying uh, for more on Knockout Cities, the team enabled to stay live somewhere around June 6th. They're going to stay live till. So in the summer, you're going to see it go away. Gotcha. Sad. Do Definitely. we want to get into this topic, this next one? Do we not want to? <sighs> I think this is the time to decide on whether or not we want to go into this because um is it because you've calmed down the, now the, so you don't want to do it the game the game that shall not be named 
Is that um, is that why? No, you want to no, do it? no. I'm Palm just I'm, I'm 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 offering the chance to not go down the rabbit hole if we don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Um, I have no problem going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I live in the rabbit hole most of the time. Um, maybe we should hold off a week. Give it a week to to. I can't give it a week. I can't. Oh, so you because... wanted me to say, let's do it. You didn't want me to back down. <laughs> no, no. Let's 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 go ahead and get into You're this. You're like, because I, I don't understand it. I, and and, and I, I'm trying. And if this reaches people that that have these opinions, please come have a conversation with me because I really don't understand what's going on here. Here, let me. Um, can I can I start with something? Go ahead. Here's what really hit me. I get a phone call tonight from my brother who doesn't stay on top of a lot of pop culture things. And he calls me to let me know or asking if we've done a podcast about Hogwarts legacy, because one, he wants to know if it's good. And two, he's heard that he might be considered a horrible person if he buys and plays it, but he loves Harry Potter. And that just made me think to myself, well, you summed like, it up. this is, this is how sad it's gotten. So you cannot care about who created Harry Potter. You cannot care about any of that stuff, but you like Harry Potter. You want to play in the world. This is a chance for you to experience the world in a video game form because that's the hobby you love. And you've got people whether wondering if they're going to be like looked at as a horrible human being because they want to enjoy a video game. And we're not talking about some X-rated adult fantasy video game. We're talking about your basic video game. So I even have people <clears throat> and that I know for a fact this year. So, so after all of this have gone to universal studios and visited Harry Potter world and have mentioned, they cannot believe that I'm playing this game. You visited the fucking world and you're hating me for playing a video game. Yeah, it doesn't I don't make any understand. sense. So I mean, I'm lost even here. Even Travis, Travis Northup uh, reviewed the game for IGN. He typically does live service game reviews. He's a big Destiny guy. He does a lot of the Destiny review stuff for IGN. The sole reason that he ended up reviewing Hogwarts Legacy is because most of the other reviewers in the company were afraid to do it because of the backlash they would receive for reviewing it. And the problem is, I think, is that everyone that had previewed the game and was playing it at IGN, just like a lot of other game places, realized that Avalanche Studios and WB Games fucking nailed it. They nailed an RPG when the world wants another RPG. They did it with a popular franchise. There's no creativity control from J.K. Rowling whatsoever. But now you've got this witch hunt of people that want to get out there and ruin people's careers that are streaming the game. They're trying to reach out to their sponsors and trying to get them canceled. They made a web, a fucking website just to hunt down these people that are streaming the game Have to see if they someone streamed you... that wizard game. Yeah. And not only that, now the website's been shut down. It says if you go to it, that the owner has shut it down. And what you could do is you could put in your Twitch thing and then it would tell you if anyone you follow is pl has played the game. So you could remove them if you wanted. Like I, it just got to the point that it's, it's so ridiculous that when review sites are afraid to review a game just based on, not only that, IGN even had to put, they put out a long warning basically saying that, Hey, we're, that we're just reviewing the game on the game's merits and whether it's fun or not. 
And then what's funny is because of the people trying to convince people not to buy it and they want it shut down and banned, it rose in popularity to the point that it's the number one selling game pre-order. Then it became the top uh, game on Twitch for RPG single player game. It's the number one of all time for viewer count up to 1.2 million viewers. So this whole boycott thing backfired to the point that they, they, what they were trying to accomplish, all they did was push more people to play and buy it. I don't even think they pushed people to play and buy it. I think they were going to play and buy it anyway. I think, I think, I think secretly over half of the people that say they're behind this are playing the game themselves. Yeah, like a, a bunch of people that are there, they're like, oh, we are never going to do that. And, and, I, and I hate this. And here's comments like this. So Brianna Wu, co-founder of the development studio Giant Space Cat. I don't know what Giant Space Cat has done lately. She, yeah, but she's um, a big, she's a big, was kind of a big deal. And, and but yeah, she, she's a big she deal well in the gaming community. Like I know the name, but again, I don't know of, of Giant Space Cat nailing any amazing games that are out there right now. But doesn't matter. You don't have to nail every game. You're going to miss some. You could have great India games. I don't really care. But when you come out and this is your statement, it's really important for decent people to boycott Hogwarts Legacy. I have a lot of friends in games media, but I will be cutting ties with anyone who promotes this. So I'm not a decent person anymore. I find myself to be a, a very decent, understanding, fun-loving guy that's out there to just have fun with, with everyone. But I'm not a decent person because I want to play as a wizard in a game from my favorite childhood book series that I guarantee Brianna Wu read and loved and watched all the movies and did everything everyone else did before one person makes a singular comment that has nothing to do with the creative medium that they put out there. And now all of a sudden everyone else wants to attack these people and they want to, Oh, we're going to destroy it. You want to know how good you did guys. You want to know how good you did. We only had 1.2 million people watching streamers play yeah, it, you, and which that, broke the and, record and that's what's of single player games. And if you think about this, how many people were watching people play on YouTube? How many people were watching people play on Facebook? Gaming? Was, this is just, just Twitch. Twitch viewing how, and, how many people know what? how many people are watching the playthrough j god just played it's, through the whole thing and, and recorded the whole thing and he'll put the whole thing on youtube how many people are going to watch his entire playthrough but but here's the thing all of those people that are going to go watch it are going to say oh no i i didn't watch it i have never played it i don't know what's going on i don't watch any of the movies i just own all of the books it's like you're full of shit you're full of shit the, i mean here here's my stand if you don't if you are so upset by the comments that were made by JK Rowling and you decide that you don't want to be a part of this anymore. And it has ruined something that you may have loved before you even knew that JK Rowling was the creator of everything. I respect your decision for not doing it. I respect your decision for maybe even voicing your opinion that you think people should ban and boycott, but the witch hunts that are going on, to basically condemn people and make them feel like horrible human beings because they like something, especially some of the people that might not even have known. How many people are watching that probably don't even know how the controversy behind it until maybe the streamer that they're watching mentioned it because they don't have a Twitter and they don't follow the media and they don't care because maybe Harry Potter is their minimal escape. 
you know, if if tomorrow George Lucas came out and said some of the most absurd things I've ever heard in my life, I might not stop being a Star Wars fan. But I love Star Wars. It was no, my because you're because you're you're exactly what she says that we're not. You know, reasonable human beings, ones that can separate someone's opinions on things from there. And it's funny because they go into all of like they, they just try to find everything in this game, like anti. Semitism, like all kinds of stuff, uh, transphobic, blah, 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 blah. You go down all these things. Do, do, do they realize there's actually video games out there about Nazis? The whole part of the game is about Nazis. You can play as the Nazis, people. They've made games like that before, but none of them are out there boycotting those. None of them are out there doing those things because they, they don't popular. know that exists. They weren't popular. Want to know why they weren't popular? Because they were terrible games with horrible <laughs> messages and normal people didn't play them. I mean, that's I didn't the thing. go buy them. Let's be honest. For <laughs> until about the last month and a half, when people started getting their hands on the game, even your, you and me included, we were like, oh, they're making a Harry Potter game, but I don't know. I don't know if it looks good. I don't know if they're going to get it right. Like, it's an RPG. Like, how good can it be? We were they so fucking nailed they it. They nailed it. But how many tie-in slash based off movie stuff do video games come out constantly and they're not good it happens all the think time think of every superhero video game yeah. ever i mean marvel Everyone avengers ever. was the the new com, com, competitor to a destiny and it flopped because yeah. it was a bad game if well, this I mean, was I, a bad I, game people would not be playing it unfortunately no. for the people that want to hate it it's a good video game. And what's frustrating to me it is, is beyond is good. It's, the, it's got game. It, she had, I, she had no creative control. And the, some of the people that want to boycott this that aren't even in the gaming industry. It's like they, it's like they have blinders on. They don't understand thousands of people were involved in making this game. So the, S- Susan Smith, that was an art director working on the castle of Arg- Hogwarts might might be a trans person for all I know, but they worked on the game. And when I buy the game, that's how they're getting paid. It helps yeah, those people too. I just don't understand. It, no. A, and, and the whole thing is, is, is they went back and they put, they put in like, you can, you can be a transgender. There's a transgender character in the game. You could make yeah, a transgender character. That. You can build it. They've <clears> done all these things. They're like, okay, you're not wrong. Like, that's the funny thing is they're like, you don't have this capability for me to play the way I want to play the game. And they're like, you know what? You're right. Let me go do that for you. And they did. Let me go make sure that's in there because you're correct. You're correct. This is a role-playing game. And, and some of our audience is going to want to play the role-playing game that way because that's how they identify with the game. You know what? You should be allowed to be that type of wizard or witch if you want to. So I'm going to let you play that way. They did it for you. They listened to yeah. you and they agreed but with now what that's you were being, saying. Now, now they're, that's being criticized. Yeah, because oh, so you I didn't just... do it in the first place. It wasn't there at the top of your mind. It's like, it's like guys, you know, my wife and I have this, these conversations all the time. And, and a lot of it is we are all who we are. I am a middle-aged white male. So you know what I think like? A middle-aged white male. I, I don't have any other way of understanding how you feel about things unless you tell me. We had this conversation once about, like, when you walk through a, a parking lot at work, how do you feel? Being a middle-aged white guy, never really thought about it. Being a 
white woman who walks through is like, hey, is there enough lighting in this parking lot if I have to walk through here at night? Is there enough things? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I never thought about that. Now, you know what? Every time I walk through a parking lot, I think about that because I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't think of those things. I had no idea how terrible it was for, for a breastfeeding mother at work. Because guess what? Not something I ever pay attention to. When my wife had to go through it, you know, one of the things I was like, I had to go and be like, hey, does our office building have enough places? Like, are, are there places on the, each floor? Do we have these things? Like, I can support that now because I understand it because someone told me. They let me know. They didn't assume that I was going to have hatred because I'm a middle-aged white guy that's out there and I'm just going to hate everything that doesn't belong to me. No, I just don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ignorant. I just don't understand. And when you tell me, I'm like, you know what? We shouldn't make you uncomfortable here. That shouldn't be the way it is. I had no idea. Thank you for enlightening me. Thank you for talking to me like a human being. Thank you for taking a minute to assume that I may not know everything in the world that you're feeling and you might have to tell me. Thank you. One of my really close friends is a transgender person. Started out as friends with them as Samantha. I am currently still friends with them as Sam. Nothing changed. They're still the great person they are. Yeah. That didn't change. The history didn't change. The back of when, when, when he was Samantha at that time, it didn't change. You're still the same person. I still like you. Nothing changed. But all of a sudden, someone makes a singular comment and everything about me that we've gone through, the history we have is thrown out the door. You're not a good person anymore because of this one singular thing that you like. I want to be a wizard. Sue me. I want to be able to go Levioso and have something float in the air and come to me. I want to fight like a wizard. I want to fly on a broom. I want to play Quidditch, which I'm really mad is not in the game. <laughs> okay. DLC coming to you in six months. Exactly. It's going to be its own game. But anyway, I'm sorry that there's this backlash. I am sorry for the people that feel offended and, 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 and actually feel like there's a problem here from what JK Rowling said. And if you want to cancel her by all means, delete her Twitter. Don't buy her stuff. Don't buy any of the games. You have that power, but the people that do still watch the movies that still do read the books that still want to play this game that had absolutely nothing to do with her on to their kids now or something or pass the story along to the kids. It doesn't change. the magicalness of the story and the creator that was there. There are some bad people that have created amazing things. You can respect the art for the art and not respect the person. That is fine. No one is saying that that isn't true. And no one is saying you don't have the right to not play it if you don't want to, but you don't have the right to go out there and say, everybody else is the scum of the earth. If they do, I'm tired of that mentality. I am tired of all of a sudden one thing, one thing taking away everything else someone has ever done in their life. And do I agree with any of the comments that JK Rowling made? No. Yeah. I think they're stupid. I think she's, I think they're ridiculous. I also, I think she's based on her beliefs. Yeah. I think she was using her platform. I think, I don't think she's a good person. No, but, but I don't I'm not going to let that take away the memories that I had going to see these movies with friends and movie theater. Like, 
I didn't no, go watch this to support Christmas. J.K. Rowling. I went because my friends liked to go, and they introduced me to the Harry Potter world, and it was we had a good time. All my memories are with the people that I saw these movies with. I'm yeah, not even. I and, never even read the books. I just invested in the movies. And so I have all these great memories this, from that. So outside of this, because I'm sure we're going to come back to this. It's not going away anytime soon. I'm sure we're going to be back to this. The game is phenomenal. Uh, I've been playing it. I am not as far into the game as I want to be into the game. Um, just for life reasons, I have not been able to play as much. Um, but man, is it good? It sucks you in. The dialogue's great. The story's great. Um, just the way that the combat flows. And I think I spent the first hour just running around the castle. Yeah, literally I just being like oh my god i'm in the Hog- yeah. i'm in the hogwarts castle like i'm just i'm i'm all these iconic locations and, and i'm like sitting there i'm like how do i get into the chamber of secrets let me try to figure this out how do i get there like is it the same do i have to find the same stuff this is in the past is the chamber there yet it may not be there when did they put the like it just it makes me th- it brings all of that stuff back and it's amazing and and i really want to get immersed into this world um and just see where it is i can't believe people have beaten the game already like holy moly talk about putting some hours in and and the game has an infinite direction to go in so i really hope this boycott and all this stuff doesn't stop the studio from continuing to develop on the game continuing to to push this out and if you are a streamer that has a following and you like this game stream it stream it guys the game is there. The game is good. The people that made the game are good people. This has nothing to do with J.K. Rowling. This has nothing to do with their studio. It has to do with a wonderful wizarding world that we want to play in and let us have our fun and, and go out there. And you know what? If you don't want to play it, then, then walk away. Stop paying attention to it. It's the Howard Stern effect, man. And I always know I go back to yeah, that, but exactly. it's true. Yeah. It is very Howard true. Stern, half the people watch Howard Stern because they loved him. The other half people watch Howard Stern because they hated him and they wanted want to, to find the reason something why to hate him. they because they wanted to know what he was going to say next both sides wanted to know the same thing and you know what he created a huge career off of the fact that people hated him so if you're gonna not want to do something just just vote with your dollar yeah and the thing that, that i don't like is if you are one of those people that is just jumping into people's streams to be toxic in their chat one they're going to ban you if they're smart they should just ban you immediately but you are in my opinion, being the opposite of the thing that you hate, you're doing the same thing just from the other side. Now you're it's being not righteous. toxic. You're there's being, no, there's you're no being righteous toxic justice to someone here. just who wants to try to enjoy the game. There's no righteous justice. Like here. what? There, what there do you? Like why even waste your time going there if you don't want to be a part of it? Because when you go to that person, you are adding to the viewer count. <laughs> it's the other thing I don't understand. Yeah, I mean they just got the view. I mean. We have seen many, many, many streamers make it off of the world of toxicity. So may, you know, you're going to have more that are here. And then this whole thing of, and, and I don't even want to, I don't even want to say it, but man, could, could a headline get, I'm not going to say who's the headlines from. I'm not going to say any of that kind of stuff, but man, the clickbaitiness of the genocide simulator headline that the Harry Potter has been branded as a genocide simulator. And then it doesn't really? go on to, to discuss their headline at all. No, no, it has, has no way to back it up in any of the content of the game or anything of, of why this is a genocide simulator. 
And the funny part about this whole thing, this game hasn't even released officially yet. Yeah, tomorrow. We don't even have all February of the 10th. players that are going to be playing it because some people didn't get the exclusive content. So that 1.2 million people might go up in viewership when all the other streamers actually get the game that didn't pre-order anything. Anyway, I'm tired of the toxicity of the world, man, right now. It's just, it's getting blown out of proportion with just about everything. There's no fun. There's no enjoyment You're not anymore. Allowed to like, have fun. But the only medium that's left, and, it's, and I know it's getting attacked, that has any ability to, like, not try to tread the line of social, I don't even know what you call it anymore, social norms, I have no idea what, what you want to call it without getting in trouble, is comedy. But like, even those like comedy guys is still only, get attacked. Well, they get attacked, but there's nothing you can do about it. Like at the end of the day, that is their medium. Like that is what they do. And you can attack them all you want, but they're still going strong. It's the only place. There's no fun. Go back, like literally go back and look at the history of, of your favorite shows 10 years ago. And put it through the light and the scope of today and tell me if they would ever be on the air. Oh my God. It's, it's awesome. Some of them are bad. Would the office ever have made the air right now? I don't now? know. I don't probably not. I don't know. If oh it, my God. It wouldn't have. It would. And people are probably out there. That, that enjoy. Look, look, I, I want, I want It'd everyone. Showtime show. Whoever's listening. It's probably not many, but if you're listening because you hate that, what we're talking about here and you hate everything about us, and all of these things, and that we're playing it, and we're bad people, and we're all of these things. Go back 10 years and look at the show you were watching on television or your favorite movie and put it through the same damn glasses you're putting this stuff through and tell me you aren't right there with everybody else. It's just a shift in, in the way the world is going. We learn, we adapt, we get better, we grow allow for growth but no, don't no there's no such thing as growth anymore don't don't just you're not allowed something. to grow if you were one way at one point in your life and you were in the social media world at all that is how you were labeled for the rest of your life That's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad i don't understand how to use the twitters i mean i love i the love tweets. the people that like have to you know they were 15 and they made a comment they're 15 and now they're 70 and they <laughs> They're like bringing people are bringing up. Well, when you were fifteen, this is what you believe. So you must believe that the now. World they when were they still were being educated. I mean, I don't know what you like. So you're basically you want people to change, but you're also calling out people and saying that it's impossible for them to change. So make up your mind. Art can people change? So or if, it's, if they were the, one way, they can never change. I, I I can't I can't say this because I really don't want to get in trouble. So I'm going to leave it there. But there's a funny there's a funny. I'm going to tweet it right after because you're going to tell um, me when we end this podcast. Ender said, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for listening because I'm going to end up saying it to the two dudes that came podcast. Um, sorry if we offended anybody. We're really not here to do that. But at the end of the day, we don't really care either um, because we didn't say anything that was offensive. So we're not going to say we're sorry for that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Ender. <laughs> That's James over there. I'm not. Have a good day.